Blog Talk Radio. Okay, so 
Thank you for joining us live on Periscope. We see all you guys. We want you to um, reach out and ask, ask questions, log, um, log into blog talks and listen to us. Uh, Benicia, so talking to you now. When did you come out on I was 15 years old when I came out. Um, well, I didn't come out. I, I realized I had a different feeling. It was at a party a long time ago. And um, uh, it was a uh, excuse me, because <laughs> we're eating. Um, it was a party a long time ago. We were having for a friend of mine. And you know how you get troopers there when you're in school. So they dared me to kiss a girl, and I kissed her. And then after that, that's all. that's all she wrote. That's all she wrote. Okay. Okay. Do y'all feel okay? And being a bisexual, I'm just kind of confused. Some people that I know, some older women, that they are bisexual, they have children at first, and then the next thing you know, they're like bisexual. I'm confused. Do do they become bisexual because a man hurt them, and they feel like all the girls are of the sex because a man hurt me, or they bisexual because they've been bisexual all their life? And they just started to start to look at the other, the opposite, the, 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 the same sex because they were hurt by a man. Well, I can't speak for other people, but what I can say as for myself is that um, I personally, I started liking females before I liked males, so I already knew that I had, you know, sexual attraction towards females and emotions towards females before I actually started finding attraction and emotions for men. Um, honestly, it's, some of us have that feeling and they hide it and they lock it in and then once they realize that, oh, maybe I'm supposed to like the other side, because there's some, there's some people that fight that other side that don't want to uh, open themselves to what they see and what they feel. Me, um, personally, I never thought I would have a feeling like that until I kissed that girl, and then after that, I, 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 I had a whole different aspect of looking at females except for just a companion. You know? It's not the same. It really isn't because you have a connection with a female. I mean, you have a best friend having a relationship with a male partner or a female partner. They know the emotions. They know the mostly routine. They know. So it's a little different, but well, again, younger, like, you're closer to my age, 
just wondering, like, how does your family take on you being bisexual? Like, how do they take on that? My mother does support me. Um, one of my sisters, sometimes, you know, she'll make slight remarks about it, and she'll make fun of me for it. My grandparents are definitely against it. They actually told me I was going to hell for it. And I have cousins who have stopped talking to me for liking females. I have uncles who don't want me around their daughters. So it's like there's a lot of them, especially in the African-American community, who don't support being bisexual or anything close to bisexual. But I do have a lot of family who also supports me and is there with me through it. That's That's honestly crazy. Wow. People don't want you around their daughter. Yeah, so so I have a question, like for you choosing the lifestyle, because they say it's a lifestyle, I I'm just saying, but would you like do you ever regret it or do you ever wonder why I felt this way or do you ever feel like you're outcasted or not normal? Like do you ever feel that way? Like you sh- you should, like, you should have been straight to fit in. Like, do you ever feel like that, from the way your family treats you? Well, I don't regret it at all because I feel like if I wasn't outcasted for being bisexual, I could have been outcasted for being plus size, you know? I could have been outcasted for being all types of different things. So the fact that it made some people, you know, stop talking to me just because of the way I am, it just showed me how not everybody is going to like you, not everybody's going to like what you do, but that doesn't stop you from being who you are. Great answer. I, I'm, 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 I'm really shocked at your positivity, and you are very confident in yourself, and that's a good thing to have, even at you're about to be 18. A lot of, a lot of women at different ages don't have that confidence. I'm very impressed with that. Oh, okay. All right. We're going to take a break real quick. We're going to play one of our songs. What are we going to play? We're going to play 100 Keys by, by Rich and PT. Everybody don't want to see you win, there's some plot just to see you lose. You 
get hit with the stick From every angle like I'm playing pool I always stay with a grip Feel like by the bitter how I keep it too I had to pause But I ain't playing no games Where I say that I stick and move See breezy while I'm making moves Off the sauce, send something smooth Don't try to be the hero You be the one on Fox News Don't be fooled since pop died My heart cold like times two I roll with niggas in them trenches We be headed to the riches Give a fuck about them bitches Iron on me like I'm benching I'm trying to copy a hundred keys Pull up and they know it's me Nina tuck right in the jeans Long pole, it came with a beam Need my neck on Mr. T Pint hit like I'm sipping lean Pull through in that Ashton Martin Young King gotta have a dream I'm trying to copy a hundred keys Pull up and they know it's me Nina tuck right in the jeans Long pole, it came with a beam Need my neck on Mr. T Pint hit like I'm sipping lean Pull through in that Ashton Martin Young King gotta have a dream And I'm trying to copy me a hundred keys to bring my family overseas. Remember them bitches, they notice me. Now them bitches won't roll with me. They be sending a bunch of news now. Swear them bitches all over me. I'm trying to cop me a hundred kids. To bring my family overseas. Remember them bitches, they notice me. Now them bitches won't roll with me. They be sending a bunch of news now. Swear them bitches all over me. Yeah, yeah. Y'all trying to cop a hundred kids. I'm just trying to see a hundred K. I'm just looking to just chase dream. Why you chase this to find a look? I'm double booked, weather changes, overlooked, ice cold like the blizzard, flow crazy, I'm distant, never stop, I'm persistent, people grind, that's a choice, just a younger with a voice, just a younger with a voice, and I'm trying to beat legend moves, and you know I use every tool, always strong, never weak, days pass, no sleep, lose your team, no heat, do change, you got beef, talk crazy, lose teeth, see myself in the crib with hearts, make you feel so big, feel like you in a mall, mall. I wanna attain a foreign chick that comes wood with a foreign whip. I wanna attain a foreign chick that comes wood with a foreign whip. Dark days with bright nights, fast cat ass life. In the streets is a price, so fast it's shifty. Clap free nigga gritty, so smooth it's iffy. So smooth it's iffy. Have something to prove, I'm about to blow. Move fast, you moving slow. Cruising past, you feel it, oh. Juice is shining, keep on timing. You already know I'm flashing, I will never come back on it. Yeah, I'm just in my prime with it. That was Pete C and my man Rich killing in on TV. You know, man. You know how we rock into the music business. Right now, guys, we're gonna talk about a different topic. It'll be very interesting. We're talking about the marijuana situation going around in New York City right now. Basically, um, in the last month, I've noticed these big old trucks, these like trailers, and there are people coming out with gummy bears and lollipops and Girl Scout cookies, and they all claim to have marijuana in them, to the point where my sweet mom almost bought Girl Scout cookies from the marijuana truck, which would have pissed me off. I'm all about to be high off a kite. Everybody feels about that. Like, I don't know if marijuana is legal in New York. I don't know if it isn't, but I know that Marijuana does help cancer patients. It helps different people with clinical illnesses. It helps them with the nausea and different things like that on a medical side. Okay, so also Samuel J. Hayes, the the host, I have a question for you. What's your real like? What's your real ideal on marijuana? Like, if one of your kids smoke marijuana, they're not like one of your kids smoking marijuana. How would you feel like? I'm pissed off that my son, Dow Walton, smokes marijuana. 
he smokes marijuana. I know that. He knows that. I don't like it, but he's been doing it. He smokes weed. Okay, I have a question. If you don't like, okay, you don't like him smoking weed, but you just said you know weed helps cancer patients and this, that, and the third. Doing it for recreational. They are doing it to survive. Like they have nausea, they have vomiting, they are sick. So they, I understand that that helps them get through the nausea. It helps them with the chemotherapy. It helps them in a medical sense. I'm not talking about doing it to get high because you just want to be high. Okay, so let me ask you this question. For health, would you also say uh, marijuana is okay for mental health? As in, like, would you would you let someone smoke weed? Like, different mental, different mental patients and different things. No, I know, but I'm saying is this. I'm saying is this. All right, not mental health. I said that wrong. But all right, I'm gonna tell you why. For my generation, why I know most people like smoke weed or why most most people don't just. And okay, my generation don't just smoke weed to get high. Most most kids, that's their getaway. That's the things that keeps them sane, and that's how they that's how they live. They need that to live. So I don't. Wait, what? What you mean? They need it to live for what? As in the depression they're going through, family problems. Maybe their family not there. Maybe they're hiding from their family, or maybe some people don't have family that they can talk to, so they uh, go to smoking marijuana. That's what I'm saying. So I'm saying, all right, as in Daryl, that's my brother. You don't know exactly what he goes through. And that's not my place to tell you. I don't know exactly what he goes through. But I'm telling you he might do it for a better cause. But some people do just do it to get high. But I know friends that tell me, like, bro, like, listen, if I don't smoke weed, the streets in New York don't look the same. If I don't smoke weed, I'm going to go crazy. If I don't smoke weed, I'm, I can't sleep. I'm not saying it's right, but I'm just saying some of them you have to use that as a getaway. That means that they have an addiction and they need something off of it because weed is a drug as well. I'm, that's my opinion. You're asking my opinion. Benicia. Oh, yeah. <laughs> um. Sorry, we had a technical difficulty. Okay, so speaking of, I don't like when people say marijuana is a, a drug because it's not a drug. It's not man-made. It's early made. It needs to be grown. Okay, cocaine is a man-made drug. Heroin is a man-made drug. All that stuff that we use, you know, the... the Anything? Hold on. Big eyes by the ass. 
Well, for me personally, because I do happen to smoke marijuana, it actually stopped me from committing suicide. Because there was a point in my life where I was extremely depressed and I didn't know how to deal with it. So when I actually found marijuana, it helped me deal with my depression. And instead of actually, you know, committing suicide, it helped me actually think. Because I didn't do it to get, you know, high out of my mind. I didn't do it just to not feel anything. I did it to stop me and to help ease my pain. Because once my father died, I went through a really depressing state in my life. I ended up stopping believing in God. Like, so, like, I was just at a really bad point in my life. So that really helped me. So in terms of it, just people using it, just to be cool, just using it just to, you know, be cool and get high, that's not cool. But when people use it for things that's happened to them that they're trying to deal with, that's when I think it's perfectly fine. Also, we live in City Island. We lit at Tony's Pier Restaurant. The first ever on location. Next week, we're going to be on another location. We're going to keep that updated through social media to all of us. Him at underscore at the underscore plat underscore form. Also, I just wanted to add it with the marijuana thing because you said it's addicting and all that. That's not actually true. It's not an addictive drug. Opinion. That so is yours. It's not like it's not addictive. You can stop when you want. Like you can stop. You can stop. If you want to stop, I just said if you want. On it, some people become. I know a woman, a friend, and I love her dearly. She has to smoke every day just to even function. She has to smoke to function. She has to smoke to function. Remember, guys, we are live, so you hear all kind of background noises. It's great because we have to hear. It's the Labor Day weekend. You know they got everything going on, huh? Oh, okay, so we are live. At Pier Restaurant in City Island. Again, we are live. The platform is live. We're going to be on location a lot at different places, at different restaurants. So please, when we, we say we're going to be live, come out. Come here and come meet our guests. Um, our next guest, our next artist that we're going to have on, one underground artist, it will be Johnny Hayes, R&B singer. Johnny Hayes will be here live with us. June, sometime in September. I don't know the actual date because he's like busy, but he will be on location with us live. He will be on location with us live. Also, we're about to put on another, another one of our songs. Xavier, give us a song. We about to put on my man Lega in reverse. In reverse. Say, in reverse. I just want a minute so that I can know your name With all the ass you shaking, you can't really put no blame on me Everybody want a piece, so they all acting the same I know you nice and neat, but tonight you ain't no dame Bounce with it, bounce with it, put it in reverse Pounding it, pounding it, put her in a hearse Drowning it, drowning it, putting in that work. Bounce with it, 
it, bounce with it, put it in reverse. Girl, you could be mine, I know that you down the ride. I see it in your eyes that you wanna take it down tonight. Got all these baby looking like that nigga gonna hit it right. Like, yeah, what, huh? Yeah, baby, no, I hit it right. Move it slow, move it slow. Get it on your tiptoes, arch your mo, arch your mo. Bend down and hit the flow. On the low, on the low. Shit, you on your free toe. Where'd you go, where'd you go? Damn, girl, you dropped the low. Pop it, pop it, pop it, pop it, pop it. Don't worry about shit, bust it open, make it sloppy. Hit me up at one and you can meet me in the lobby. You finna make it big and ain't nobody gonna stop it. Huh. Pop it, pop it, pop it, pop it, pop it. Don't worry about shit, bust it open, make it sloppy. Hit me up at one and you can meet me in the lobby. You finna make it big and ain't nobody gonna stop it. I just want a minute so that I can know your name. With all that ass you shaking, you can't really put no blame on me. Everybody want a piece, so they all acting the same. I know you nice and neat, but tonight you ain't no dame. Bounce with it, bounce with it, put it in reverse. Pounding it, pounding it, put it in a hearse. Drowning it, drowning it, put it in that work. Bounce with it, bounce with it, put it in reverse. Hold on, hold on. That was this Lega. Hit it in reverse. Well, it's called reverse. You can find out on his SoundCloud. And right now, we're going to play. We're going we're gonna to play the Family Time mix from the first book, Family Time, Don't Get Caught Up. When you meet, everything clips, always there for you. And ride a dad chick, and things go wrong because it makes sense. He comes first, treat him just like a prince. Drugs in the house. Really, really, are you kidding? You had drugs in the house. Won't be forgiven. With the fruit of life, I'm thankful for peaches. Know how to make a smile. What's the Obnoxious and crazy right. will give you a pass so when you're frustrated all you need is a laugh Don't let the charm distort you you won't Don't let it teach you support you Don't move too fast You made the right move and you gotta understand He was gonna cover up and say you was part of the plan well, It was his time to get exposed you got me suffering Will everything work out? Who knows? Hey,
Was it? Drugs in the house. Really, are you kidding? Drugs in the house. Won't be forgiven. Just when you think you had everything. That's when they bring back the suffering. You got me suffering. Complex with their parents 
that they're trying to find something in their partner that they didn't have in their parents. Like that, like mommy issues, like mommy issues, daddy issues, everybody got some issues. But the way they solve it is by going for the older. Because I see I see a lot of that, especially the younger women when they want older guys. Because when I was in high school, I didn't like dating high school guys. and I wanted to date out of high school. And it was simple for me. No, 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 I didn't go. I, yeah, college guys, of course. Right, it's different. Yeah, that's no. 1735, that kid is old enough to be your child. Like, no. Like, I, don't, I, I never understood that. You can't be looking at your daughter like that if you're thinking a 17 year old. That was, you're just a. Like, once you're below 18 and you're talking to someone who's 10, 20 years older than you. You're just a predator to me when you're talking to someone that young because it's like you're looking at somebody who's not not just five years, six years, but they're 10, 15 years younger than you. They are a child compared to you. It's not like you are 14 you're talking to a 17-year-old. It's not like you're 16 you're talking to an 18-year-old. It's you are 14 years old and you're talking to a 25-year-old. That is a big, huge difference. That is That means that your man or your woman who you're talking to right now was already a child about to be a preteen by the time you were born. And some of you are a predator for looking at someone who's so young compared to you. You are a predator to me and very close to sexualize somebody who is so young compared to how old you are. Borderline pedophile. I'm sorry. That is a border. I don't care if anybody sees it. That's borderline pedophile. Yeah, that that's a fact. They be wilding like I don't know what it is nowadays with this thing because it's crazy. And in the generation I'm from, it's cool. Like someone will tell you like, "Yo, I'm dating a 25 year old," and I would look like he years 16. So I like older. Like you know, like older. You know what? My whole thing is, where are the parents? Because this is a this honestly, I see this go on a lot of high schools. Where are the parents? Like I know most excellent question because a lot of the times parents check out. I know, but but I mean I understand because some parents want to give them like privacy and all that. But listen, no, but I'm just saying. Uh, I have very a lot of like. True, true, but that's what I'm not saying. But wait, listen, 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 listen. I got you. Ah, uh, listen. You know what? You just said it. You just said it. Ash, big Ash just said that. She just said. She, she just said. Parents want to be friends. Parents want to be friends. Parents. And I mean, I'm 50, and my mother is never going to be my friend. I'm not even trying to be funny. She's my mother. It's a different. know what it is, but some, but I can also tell you this, that friend thing is very true, because I know parents that smoke with they, like, smoke with their kids. Mama, we're very close. I can ask you about sex if I wanted to, because she always wanted to have a relationship where I can tell her whatever's going on, I can tell her whatever is happening, I can be comfortable to talk to her about 
about different things. But there's a certain limit that you have to have with your children because there's a certain point where it's no longer a mother and daughter relationship. It is a sister relationship when you should be the mother. You should be the one telling her, no, you should not be doing this. No, you're not supposed to be doing that. I know I have 12-year-old um, cousins, and their mothers do not watch over them. My 12-year-old cousins will stay out till 2 a.m. And when I was 12, I could not stay out past the light. Yo, that's a fact. That's one thing. These kids don't got curfew neither. Boys or girls. I'm talking about, I see kids that's younger than me staying out till like 5 in the morning. I'm like, bro, Well, let me explain why. Because when my generation, we're going from 87 to 90s where the millennials came from, apparently. Um, our parents... I know I was raised old school, so I was raised, you can't go nowhere, you can't do nothing, you can't do this, you can't, the whole life is just, no. As we, but as my generation gets older and they start having children themselves, they're like, well, I don't want to treat my kid like that because I don't want them to feel like they can't talk to me, and I don't want them to feel this, that. But have you noticed, because we had so much good discipline, and some of it was terrible, not all of it, but we had te- discipline where it's like, I respect my elders. I'll say please and thank you and yes, sir, no, sir. Nowadays, they're like, bitch, go fuck yourself. I don't want to hear. And then they call their parents by their first name. Oh, my God. No. I've, I've, I'm not going to stay here and lie to you. I've had a friend. I've seen him smack his father. So. <laughs> if I smack my mother. Word. I wouldn't have a soul. I'm sorry. Listen, if I smack my mom, you will see her on news for murdering Xavier McNeil, uh, first degree murder. She's not even, you know how first degree, you know how first degree is supposed to be like playing? Like, you know how they say they give you first degree murder for playing? They gonna give a first degree, she didn't even plan it. She just killed me on the spot. Like, like, once, look, look. Meditated. It wasn't premeditated. It was, it was nothing. It was just, she looked at me, I died. I was going, I was in heaven already. <laughs> After she looked at me, I was dead. Like, like that's crazy though, because that's one thing I have to say though. That's one thing I do understand because, as me growing up, growing up, like you do say like certain stuff your parents do, you want to do different with your children, which is true. But I'll be damned if you see my child running the streets at five in the morning, or I'll be damned if you see my son or daughter taking somebody twenty-five when they're in high school or middle school. Ain't none of that happening. I'm gonna be. I know that's not happening. Like we gotta. It's a. It's a point where you could have trust, but you gotta draw the line of trust because that's also what's going on with this sex trafficking. Where I've seen online where this guy let his let his daughter he, he go I like go somewhere uh, with a with a family went out on a vacation. Turns out that the parents of their friends were like they bring little girls into sex trafficking. Like, you get what I'm trying to say? So, it. My kid, when I have children in the future, I'm still grown and out of my house. They are not going on any vacation, especially out of the country without me with them, because I will not let that happen to me. And especially in a lot of foreign countries when you go visit them. Like, I'm Dominican, so I know in Dominican Republic, sex trafficking is huge. So, if you go out of the country, not only have you never been there, but you're going with some friends or your friend's family, it's not the same as going with your mother who's protecting you. 
But I mean, I see your point. But also, there's the thing of like what you said, where you don't let them. But not all people are like that because sometimes, put it like this. Like for example, well, me and my mom, when she used to do the fresh air fund, when she used to send me away with families, a lot of people did that. You see what I'm doing? You gave that family your, they gave that family the trust. Anything could. All right. Don't. I went with wealthy families, but what does that mean? Wealthy don't mean nothing. My best to make sure they were, because I had their number, I knew where they lived. It wasn't like, oh, he was just bad. All right, but okay, at every second of the day, where you calling me? You get what I'm saying, but you get, you get what I'm trying to say. Like every second of the day, but you don't, but yeah, but you don't get to speak every. So what I'm saying it's sometimes I trust some people. That's like that's just regular. Like they probably did that when they was a kid. Like, huh? My mom's like, okay, let my kid go out the country. You don't know, but it was hard because one of the families wanted to take him to Paris for Christmas. But I was like, oh no, you don't know. My father was like, my dad got arrested, so it was like, um, I said, oh no, I can't get to Paris. They're not taking them. Because, I mean, Xavier was a really good, loving, smart, intelligent kid. They, everybody laughed off at him. Like, the family now, the Brody's still kind of I'm not smart and intelligent now? I'm playing, I'm playing. No, I'm just saying, like, even now, like, they, the Brody's, they really love him. Because they did the first year from the first year. The second year, they was like, no, we're not doing first year fun. We're coming to get them ourselves. Took them to, like, they took us, um, to the basketball game, he was on, like, court Celtics, baby, shout out to Rondo when he was nice. Your mom now. So, so, I mean, and we, they left us in their beautiful home, and sometimes we was, like, the only African-American family in the house. Like, I'm like, I'm sorry, y'all are not here yet. They're like, oh, let's tell That's what I'm saying, though. But that, no, but that's what I'm saying. But still, no, okay, no. I was talking about when they went out the country and got stuck in the, the sex trafficking. She still basically gave the family the trust. She wasn't calling every five, ten minutes. So I'm saying you don't know what what's happening every second. So that's what I'm saying. I understand. That's what's scary. And it is scary, but, I mean, at some point you do have to. I'm going to say trust God and trust your emotions and trust your instincts, but I'm just saying with these kids nowadays, it's not even, I don't think, I think it's the social media aspect of it. I think it's a lot of these artists that are rappers or whatever, you know, some of these little young girls think, oh, I could be a stripper and I'm going to turn into a rapper. And it doesn't work like that. That's one in a million, you know, one in a million persons that are, we are a stripper at Tony's. Okay. So we are live right now at Tony's here restaurant. We're gonna take a uh, we're gonna take a five minute break. You're gonna hear another song. Uh, we're gonna play by Rich. Uh, bad things. You know how I do another. I do another. I do another. It's Rich. It's Rich. It's Rich. I'm on it. I'm on it. I'm on it. She a 
bad girl. Shorty always up to some bad things. Don't have for the baby. She go have for a new ring. Life for the party. Always lit. And she do things. See that nigga rock the act to sleep. When that mood swings. Caribbean girl. Wild thoughts. No re-re. Pussy tight and stay wet. She from that Fiji. Smooth talk. She be ducking and not gon' hand it easy. I'm trying to box with that twat. Baby, don't you tease me. Live it up like it's your birthday. Bring that cake in. Wine, wine, wine for a nigga like Jamaicans. Bottle after bottle. Straight shot. She facing. VIP. Who can smoke it with the Haitian? Pussy sweet like pineapples. By the way, it's tasty. She put it in my face. Now I gotta look at Haitian. Yeah, don't try and run from this dick. You gon' take it. I flew out of that. How she weak? Face shaking. Next morning, banging for some more. Body aching. This is where we start. Hash that back. Like we racing. You the real one. So I know you waiting patient. Seems like forever. This is a night. Clay aching. Yeah. Ain't gon' waste no time. Need to know what this gon' be. We ain't here for the night. Girl, come wine that ass on me It's been right, you and I Guess we just gonna wait and see Cause if you play it right Trust it's gonna be a you and me I like it, I love it The way that we be fucking I like it, I love it The way that we be touching a bad girl, a bad girl, a bad girl, up to some bad things now. You a bad girl, a bad girl, a bad girl, up to the bad things now. And I ain't gonna waste no time. Need to know what this gonna be. We ain't here for the night. So girl, come wind that ass on. Do it slow, bump and grind. Get up on me, dirty wine, dirty wine. Move it fast, waste no time. For the night, girl, it's just you and I. Do it slow, bump and grind. Get up on me, dirty wine, dirty wine. Move it fast, waste no time. For the night, girl, it's just you and I. Ain't gonna waste no time. I love it, the way that we be fucking I like it, I love it, the way that we be touching You a bad girl, a bad girl, a bad girl Laugh to some bad things now You a bad girl, a bad girl, a bad girl Up to the bad things now And I ain't gonna waste no time Need to know what this gonna be We ain't here for the night so girl, come wine that ass on me It's been right, you and I Guess we just gonna wait and see Guess we just gonna wait and see Alright y'all, that was just CMMP's Rich Trillis Bad Teens You know how we get you know, you know, we're getting crazy with bad things. You know, do it fast, move it slow. Shout out to my boy, Rich. We are live right now at the Weeds Pier Restaurant, City Island, Bronx and Wild, you know. We're on location. <laughs> and we about to be on location next week again. Every Sunday, baby. Y'all better get ready. Now, we're going to start another topic. One question for the last topic of the night is why will people, instead of reaching out for help, if you can, we're going to say if they can get the help, why reach out, why, why are you reaching out to social media instead of getting the mental help, like if you're depressed, anxiety, mainly depressed though, because depression is what's really making us lose so many people to suicide. 
Like, honestly, and you wouldn't even know a person's depressed sometimes. So um, I don't know how y'all want to speak on this. Um, Depression is a real mental disease. A lot of people like to blame other things or different things like that. Like, they don't think strong people can get depressed. When they're out, when you're the weight of the world on your shoulders and things are going on and it's spinning out of control, you can't get depressed. It's possible to be depressed. It's just, you should not stay in that space. It's hard to get out of that space when people are telling you, oh, you're so strong and you so this and that. No, no. I'm loud. I I have permission to feel, permission to cry. I have permission to say, this is not right, or I'm not feeling well, or I'm not feeling good. I have permission to be depressed sometimes. I'm not saying I'm depressed to the point where I want to kill myself, no. But I do know depression is real. It is an illness. And some people is an illness, and they do need medication, and they do need somebody to talk to professionally. I don't think they need to reach out on social media all the time, but it is sometimes you like, just give me a little prayer. Just to know that somebody praying, you know, other than your family member is praying for you. So I understand on both So uh, a friend of mine that's tuning in into the podcast wrote something to me about the whole social media situation. He goes, people don't want other people's opinions. That's why social media has been on the rise for social media assistance, which is really true. When people are scared to run to a professional, not even just, let's say, financially, or they're embarrassed, you know, they don't want to embarrass their family, or they're just going through so much, they feel like they don't have time to take care of themselves. So they go to social media because, one, it's free, and two, you can get opinions from other people that are feeling the same way that you are. Me, personally, I do suffer from anxiety and depression and all that stuff. There's times that I do let out my feelings on social media, and I feel better because I feel like if I express myself and somebody sees it in my Facebook, they, oh, I understand where they're coming from. I know that pain. So you start talking about it, and you you look out, you reach out for other people that have the same thing to help you heal because sometimes people that don't know what you're going through have no idea what you're going through. So you really just want somebody that has the same situation that you have to open up and be like, I feel you. Let's talk about this. I feel you. Let me, let, 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 let's talk, let's sit down, let's talk about this, let's put this topic out there. Which, you know, that's what social media is, but it, it's a double-ended sword. You either get great positivity out of it or you get the worst out of it. So it's all up to the person putting their business out or just getting, you know, professional help. Uh, the way the way I see on it, honestly, I can say this is just what I can say. Um, I've never really went through. I I've went through depression a couple of times, but I think the hardest time of depression was probably for me was probably this year. The reason I didn't reach out for help is because, like, you want to be a strong person. You want to. Oh, I I want to. <laughs> I tell you, I. I didn't uh, reach out for help because, like you said, you want to be strong and you don't want nobody to really worry. But I know depression is a real thing. It's a very mental. It's very. It's a very dark place to be. And as and for the social media thing, I see why people post on social media because honestly, I was one of the ones that posted. But I didn't post something crazy. I posted a little subliminal, like a little message, and just to see if anybody like when you go through depression, you want someone to be there. 
but you want to sometimes you post on social media to see what reach out and actually be there. The ones that claim they care about you, the ones that claim they love you. Sometimes that's why we do post on social media. Uh, but do we guys have any other? So yeah, so. Rich. 